If there's like a different kind of Superman and he just makes soup. And welcome back to Defecast, everybody. As soon as I hit record, you ask that question. Excellent. That is better than any of Dave's interruptions, I guarantee it. It just took me a sec because it threw me through. I was like, what the... What? Hang on. Hang on. That's that's a bold statement. It's better than any of my interruptions? Yeah. I I don't like that at all. Well, fucking deal with it. I'm trying to. I'm having trouble with it. Welcome back to Defacast, everybody. I'm Carl Fernando. I'm Michael. And I'm Davey Boy. And you're listening to the podcast where we talk about movies. New this... microphone, people. New yeah, microphone. Hopefully, hopefully our audio issues have been rectified. I know the last couple, Dave's mic was a little bit low, and I think Michael's... It's more than like weird noises. I... Look, my audio issues are going to persist until I can actually find out what the fuck is going yeah. on. And it sounds like a scratch on a record. Yeah, I've work. fixed the. And I mean, hey, I don't talk that much anyway, so. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> yeah. It's every now and again, um, you'd hear a loud ding. But um, even even well. Dave fall off his chair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was more than a ding. I tell you oh. what, Dave falling off his chair. I've I I felt like the biggest asshole because <laughs> <laughs> when it happened, you and I just kept talking. And then Dave oh, even Dave even says he's like yeah that was just me falling off falling off my chair. It's <laughs> just like all right yeah blah blah blah. The, the, um, Marsh is like what the fuck was that and you didn't even register anything you just kept talking and then Marsh is like oh well and he keeps talking. <laughs> <laughs> and then a minute later I'm like I composed myself. <laughs> but I like I like the, the small whisper the. That was that was me falling off my chair. I'm bleeding or something like that. Because like, my legs were bleeding because they flew up into my desk. <laughs> All right. So, well. Yeah. Anyway. This week we're talking about Superman, 1978's Superman and Superman Two, uh, the Chris Reeves, Dick Donner, <clears throat> Superman <clears throat> movies. Um. Now, Dave, Dave and I had seen it. Michael, you'd seen it when you were young, I think, but you you couldn't remember them from memory. Yeah, pretty much. I, I'd yeah. never seen two, but I just I remember um, oh. a lot of Krypton from when I was like four years old. Okay. I just remember Brando and all the fucking crystals. You, you've yeah. never seen two. Yeah, I've never well, seen that, two. This will be this will be uh, yeah this will be good then. We'll we'll start with you because Dave Dave and I have seen it. So what? We'll, First impressions, Michael. Go. Uh, it's it's interesting to watch. Oh, let's just say I've seen him for the first time because I don't remember the first one anyway. But um, it's interesting to watch them for the first time today. Yeah. Um, because like my after watching the first one, I actually watched them back to back as well. Like I watched the first one, went straight to the second. Yeah. Um, but my initial gut feeling after watching the first one, I was like. That was a little cheesy and in, in a bad way. But then I sort of stopped myself and I was like, I was like, so what? Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's a comic book movie. It's meant to be a little ridiculous and fun. Um, and I think in the end, I just, I came out of it 
thinking that's still probably one of the best superhero movies ever made. Hmm. It's can, can I just say though, like with the first one, because <clears throat> I have problems with the second one. Um, seeing it again, like now, like hmm. obviously when I was a kid, this this movie. These, these movies were a massive influence on me as a kid. Like, I, I love these movies. I love the Superman story. But, um, yeah. So, the, the second one I had more problems with than the first one. But having said that, like, I, I was watching some of the uh, making ofs and, you know, behind the scenes stuff. And they were talking about that. And it was like, yeah as soon as superman hits metropolis it becomes a comic book scenario and that's when i think you get the cheese like you say it's it's but up until metropolis it's it's not very cheesy it's very it, earnest up until yeah up until, up until metropolis yeah. it is very earnest yeah definitely and you I've, get that so when they explain yeah. that i think it sort of helps in a little bit in 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 a bit like in a yeah, way well, I, I i i i remember to to me the the first one that first like what is it like 30 minutes 40 minutes yeah uh, like krypton you know him arriving to earth and you know becoming a teenager mm -hmm. par dying um and then him saying he's, he's got to go all that that all felt like just heart it's like, you know what? Here's, here's the emotional tug of the movie. Here's the heart. Here's where he comes from. And it's like... And it's done... It's done so... Even for its its day, it's done so incredibly well to sum up like mm. his journey and everything because it was just like... Yeah, like, you know, he's a orphaned... Oh, lone survivor of a, of a dead planet. I, I really enjoy the story like of the first one i really do enjoy the story i i always forget that he that that's this is the one where he reverses time i always I always get him confused and i think it's in the second one um there, there are plot problem yeah. uh, little blah, blah, blah. problems <laughs> <laughs> plot that was yeah plot problems i yeah that was yeah. Um, a little bit but yeah. anyway yeah. there yeah. are plot Plot yeah. problems with it like yeah. um like for fuck's sake she saw the earthquake coming get out of the fucking car yeah like, seriously you know there there were issues with some of the the stories uh i think my biggest issue with the first one is that the opening credits go for five fucking minutes <laughs> i actually actually love yeah. the opening credits i like, couldn't I, I couldn't handle yeah, it i uh, sit there and watch it all uh, i think uh, it's the music too because i i absolutely adore that score Dude, yeah, the, the music was fine, but like yeah. just the the same sort of graphic kept happening. Yeah, and I was just like, "Oh fuck me, come on!" Yeah, Dude, it's two and a half hours long in an hour of it. Through the movie, I I really paid attention to the music, and the music is is so it's so uh, I don't know pinnacle. What what's the word? Dude, it's, it's it, it gives me goosebumps. Like you know, just the opening, the All very the very through. opening. It's everything, that soft, every, that everything. soft. Like I think it's a horn, and it's just and i was just like what like it gets you and you're like that's so oh, like, uh, i like i little, don't even have words for girl. it it feels like it feels like drinking a really smooth bourbon like that's what it that's what it feels like i even like the introduction like that little girl doing the narrative it's like yeah it's 
And I don't know if it's if this is somewhat um, nostalgic think... for me because I it just it's just things that I remember. Mm. I'm like, yeah, I like that. Well, the, just so we're all on the same page, did we all watch the extended cut of the first one? Uh, mine went for like two and a half hours. I believe. Yeah, that's the extended I... cut. I yeah see the prop uh, see and this is the thing um, the the versions I remember before they started releasing them on DVD and stuff had a lot more in them yeah so the, the extended cuts did you get um, did you get uh, Miss Tessmach like did you get uh, did you get the bits where he's he's telling Otis to feed the babies and all that no I feed the babies. Yeah, like he had like lions or something. Oh in... no! Okay, no. so all right, so there's there's scenes, lions, right? tigers, bears. But but oh this my. is, but this is what was what was in the movies as a kid, and they've taken them out, and I don't know why it added atmosphere. It's I think it's it's just the cuts, man. Because from like all the everything that I've I've heard about this movie it's there there is so many things jumbled like you know uh, for years right. for years so, the the dick donner cut of superman 2 was lost like Warner yeah, brothers so, would not oh, release it don't, don't get me started on superman 2 on the, on the fucking i fucking love that ending <clears throat> i do, i like it more than the original of ending. superman 2 yeah what was the original one where he fucking kisses lois and she forgets everything well, wait. So, wait. What was? Like, that's but that's one, but that's, that's the one. I think that's, that's but that's like about it. Like I think that's the only the one original. of original. Yeah, the original. About? The original one wasn't it? Was like it's just that, but he doesn't reverse time again. I don't think. He didn't reverse time in that one. She he, she just forgot. No, but in the Dick Donner and Superman two, the Dick Donner cut, he reverses, he reverses time, time again. again. Oh, yeah. again. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So you like the the kiss or the reverse time? I, the. The reverse time. Yeah, the kiss doesn't make sense. Yeah, because I, I, I think I remember. Oh, I mean, look, the, the kiss doesn't make sense, but like the reversing time thing, I was kind of like, oh, really again? Like, yeah, dude, a dude can't fly either, but you know, like it's just, no, it's no. just I always find it funny because it's like even when I'm saying it, I'm like, yeah, that kiss doesn't make sense. It's fucking stupid. And it's like, yeah, but the guy can't fly either. Like, it's not, nah, it's but not real. There are certain things that you that you relate to Superman and kissing people and making them forget shit isn't one of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, because you know what? If, like even, if even they would have just gave him that power in Batman vs. Superman. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, even in the fortress, he throws the S on his suit and it becomes like a giant fucking snare it's like what the fuck is that what like that's that that's a problem i had with that and then when they all disappear what what what, what are you talking about throwing the yes on when when non charges him at at the fortress and he grabs the s off his suit and throws it at non and it expands it becomes like this giant cellophane snare that wasn't in the donna cut no which, but I do, I do remember that. Now that you say it, I do which remember. Which cut do you that. watch? Well, there's two. There's two cuts. There's. I didn't watch the Donna cut then. Yeah, because 
first, yeah, that's then, there's, there's, right, there's Richard, so Richard Lester it, is the guy who they brought in. Yeah, yeah. So they fired. Okay. So what I what I understood about this this time around, which I was really upset about, is um, Richard Donner did the first, and he did a lot of the second, but he couldn't meet the deadline for for the first. See, I so they extended the deadline to Christmas, and he got that out. And as soon as the movie was a hit, they fucking fired Donner and brought in a new director. And I was just like. That is a dog move. You guys are fucked. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So, so Lester fucked up the second cut, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. So well, Lester's Lester's there's a lot cut. Of problems I had with the with the. With so Lester's you like cut. you like Donna's cut better than Lester's, like the original theatrical version. I like what Donna did with one. When I watched yeah. two, like as a kid, I'm like, yeah, this is great. But as an adult, I'm like, no, there's a lot of problems with this. And this could have been so much greater. See, I like the second one better. Like as as a Lester or a no, Donna? as Donna. But that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, we oh, never, that you like the never... second one better? No. Oh. That I don't like what Lester did with the second one. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sorry, <laughs> it's fucking you. Totally confused the fuck out of me. Sorry. That was my No, no that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I've only ever seen the Lester cut. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't think I've seen the Donner cut. Yeah. Well, the Dick the Dick Donner cut, in my opinion, is a lot better. Like, so like, there was there was the, the four, so in the in the Lester sorry in the Donner cut, did they have Superman and the three vanishing and reappearing all over the place? No. No. Are okay. you talking about when they were fighting in Metropolis? No, at the fortress. So there's a point where they're fighting, right? There's and pretty much no fighting in the fortress. Yeah, that's it's yeah. all um, dialogue and mind games, essentially. Yeah. Uh, okay. Clark's right. trying to lure them into the chamber. So I don't know. I don't know what what. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> all right. G- just give me a second to explain <laughs> what what. <laughs> and that no, but. To be fair, this, these are the problems I had with this shit because this is the only cuts I've known and this is what I've got on DVD, okay? It's the Lester cut. So they're in the fortress. There's a point where, like, Non charges Superman. He rips the S off his chest and throws it at Non. I remember it ex- that. It expands. It yeah. becomes like this giant cellophane fucking snare. It catches Non and throws him to the ground and then it disappears. So then there's a point where the three of them disappear and reappear next to Superman. Then he disappears and reappears next to all of them. I think there's four Supermen at this point. So there's optical illusion Supermans all around, (laughs) Superman, all all around these guys. And one by one, they engage Superman and find out that it's fake. Then Zod goes to grab Superman and then Superman grabs Zod and is like, wrong again, Zod, and puts him in a headlock and starts choking him. Then Non and Ursa grab, um, what's her face? Lois. Lois. And they're like, let the general go or we'll tear her apart. So he lets, he lets the general go. And then, you know, Zod's like, do you think 
you know, we'd really give up our advantage. So it's just shit like that. It's like, why are they disappearing? That's not, it's not, it's just, it, it just takes you out of it a bit. It's yeah. like, yeah, even no, the I've S, seen. even the S when he threw the S, it's like, as a kid, I'm like, oh, that's, that's cool. But as an adult, I'm looking at it going, yeah, that takes me out of it. I, it's not believable. Oh, it's introducing these new things way late in the game with yeah. no explanation. Yeah. 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 And then, and, and it's then, like, well, if you could fucking do like, that, why don't you just do it? Why haven't you been doing it all this time? Yeah, like, but it, but even then, all right. So my next big issue was they want to kill um, Luther, right? So they're like, "Be done with him. We're done with him." And he's like, "What are you talking about? I'm, you know, I I bought you Superman, whatever." And then there's just this pause where Luther, they they sort of feed Luther to Superman. And Luther's like, oh, you know, these guys are whatever. And he's insulting them. And he's like, and then Superman's like, oh, you know, hey, you know, if we can get them yeah, all yeah. into this molecule chamber. But it's just like this lull. That's, that's, like, an, why, yeah, that, that's, why that's, are they waiting? Why are they waiting for Superman to say this shit to Luther? Like, it's, it's, it's just so, it's so bullshit. Yeah. Well, I it's, think, I think, I, like oddly, oddly enough, that that didn't bother me. I think I think that's just because it's this like I yeah, see it bothered me to the shit out. No, because I think I I see it a lot in comic books where it's just kind of like the villains are like yeah like well let's just kill this person and then they they never end up doing it. Yeah. Like they always just uh, wait and I, wait I, and I wait and wait it. and it's just kind of like this person has no value to you anymore. Their head should have been clean off their body, like I fucking yeah, hate it. Forty it was, minutes like, ago, get rid of him, and he like pleases, like yeah. No, wait, no, don't get rid of me, and then they just leave him talk to Superman. Yeah, but yeah. And then Superman's like, oh, if we can get him all in this thing, uh, you know, we'll we'll strip their powers, and then Zod like makes a move towards them, and Superman's like, shh, 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 and then and then Luther's like, don't don't go in there, it's a trap. <laughs> it's like, hey. That's when, and it's like fuck off. You know when, you know when, when Clark gives up his powers, how does he get them back in the Lester cut? They just show, they just show him finding the crystal, and that was it. He just finds a crystal and they cut to something else. He finds the green crystal. They cut to something else, and then next time you see uh, Reeves, he's flying. That's um, fucked. Building. You know, yeah. you know, in the Donner cut, I've, I, because this was something that I'm like, I don't remember this, but goddamn, that makes it a lot more powerful. And um, it's Fuck basically he finds, he finds the crystal right, and then Jor El reappears to him, and he starts talking to him again, and he's and Jor El's basically like, you've made a grave mistake, and you know, gives him the speech. You know, oh like you shouldn't you shouldn't have given up your powers and blah 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 and but where'd you like, get the Donner cut? Oh, it's on my special edition Blu-ray. Like I've got the box I've got a, I've got the box set. Um you can yeah, still, I think you need still, to watch the Donner cut. Yeah. I need to watch the Donner cut. Yeah, because the Donner cut is there's a lot there's a lot more pivotal moments that are just like they're they you know, add you know so what? much more to the story. You know what's so annoying? is the only reason they changed it so drastically is so they didn't have to fucking credit Donna. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, cause you... I think in Hollywood so terms, you have to do a certain 
percentage of like new scenes before you get credited as the director. So it would have been something like because I've I've heard stories and like you know look I may be wrong if you know if anyone's coming to this fucking podcast to be informed, just turn off now. Um, <laughs> but I'm sure I've heard I've heard that what what Lester did was he he could only change so much so he just shot shot for shot what Donna shot like the exact same the exact same frames the exact same acting everything but they just done it at such like it's like 75% or something so he had to do so much to get that credit at the end of it so I was like yeah I'm like that's pretty fucking goddamn pathetic and I'm like what a fucking waste of money that was because I'm like yeah it's it's funny because it's like hindsight you know Donna it's so many like this Donna cut for years it was like an urban myth sort of yeah you know spoken in in but so, you know, the second one they took they took a lot out of it like there was there was a bit like the even funny bits that <laughs> even the less cut i guess it, like the bit of the prison where they where they're trying to find test marker in the in the blimp right they're walking along, along the wall and they're going psh, psh, right you remember that yeah so every time luther went psh, fucking otis went psh. <laughs> so they go psh, and then otis would go psh. <laughs> and then it got to a point where <laughs> luther like turns around and goes don't go psh, when I go psh. <laughs> and it was fucking hilarious. I always remembered that as a kid. I, I that was funny to me. There was there was a lot of comic relief in this. Yeah. That I'm like that I'm like, yeah, this Like it, it's just such a fucking pure fun movie. Like was, both of them. Like that. I'm like, why did you get rid of that? Mm. That was fucking hilarious. Alright, so sorry. We got deleted scenes from one that we were talking about. Uh, I was talking about the the babies. Yeah, and, sorry, the animals. It was uh, it was deleted scenes that got me thinking about this. So there's a point where he's like, "Feed the babies," and and like Otis is like, "Oh, don't worry about it," sort of thing. And like, and Luther's like, "Otis, feed the babies," and he's like, "Okay." So then you see him open this roller door, and he walks out onto this like plank. And starts yanking on this chain and this cow carcass drops down in front of the screen and goes down into this pit and then you hear like all these like animal noises and then the carcass comes back up as a bone all right so you get the impression that he's got these animals so at some stage later in the movie i guess after um test betrayed luther um and then um superman's obviously on his way back or whatever um otis is like crying at the roller door and um and luther's like you know go ahead and now he hits a button and then tess gets lowered down in front of the roller door and she's like she's crying she's like lex but why and he's like because i love you and then Otis pushes the button again and she gets lowered down. And then you just see the blur of blue and red. 
go past the roller door. He grabs Tessmacher, obviously, lifts her up into frame, and then you just see um, Luther's head sort of, you know, nod as in, ah, oh, fuck. I think I think I know why that wasn't put in because that sounds just super dark. <laughs> like, I don't know yeah. if that's how you ex- like but, how you set it, but I'm like it just sounds super depressing. No, nah, but but on yeah, but but on some level, like she fucked up. She essentially fucked up his plans. So there is no way that he would be letting her live anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, I sort of felt that when I moved to the second one because when he was breaking out of prison and Tessmark is in the hot air balloon, I'm like. She she's still with him, like what? <laughs> What's going on? Like yeah. she either betrays him and fucks off, or he punishes her in a way, like well, like what Dave said, yeah. <laughs> feeding her to wild animals. And I'm just yeah. like, but the- it didn't it didn't make sense to me that like, it was like never addressed. You know what? I you guess. know what didn't make sense to me is that she just disappeared. The last time we see her on screen is she's fucked. She's she went off and done a piss, and it's like that's it. It's the last time we see Tessmucker. It's like yeah. she's a fucking gag. Like you hear a toilet flush. It's like yeah, I found so, one, so I think. And it's just like, what the fuck? And it's like, did you just piss at the Fortress of Solitude? Hey man, if I could, I would. She did. I think That's she did. fucked up. Yeah. But I like, I like the fact that she's like, I think I found it. Like she doesn't know where she's pissing. <laughs> it's like... You know, that one thing that's always bugged me though, it's always fucking bugged me. I get, I get it, I get it from, <laughs> what was that? That was, that was my chair going down. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, uh, I'm dropping the arms. Yeah. Every time the arms go up, they make noises like that. It's not, called, that? it's not called Defecast. Shut up, do it again. Shut up. Listen, that's, not called Defecast for nothing. <laughs> yeah, every time fucking Luther is like the greatest criminal mind in on the you know in the world, and it's like, but you've got a fucking you're hanging around retards, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> like constantly, you're the yeah. only people you hang around is this woman and this fucking this four year old that looks like he's forty, and it's like. But to be fair, she she was at least tolerable on an intellectual level. She was tolerable. Yeah. Otis Otis was like, "What the fuck? You would not be hanging out with that dude if you were you." Yeah. Yeah. There is no like, way. What the fuck? And you will not be trusting him to punch fucking coordinates into a missile. Oh no. Dude, you wouldn't be trusting him with anything. Like even in the first one, when he's like, "You led somebody here again." And he's just like, but it's like, what do you mean again, dude? Like, I just watched you kill a cop because, yeah. you know, because yeah. presumably because they're a cop. And it's like, so Otis just constantly fucks up and you're just kind of like, ah, that's Otis. Ah, what can you do? Like, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's my mate. Yeah. Not really, because you don't have mates. Yeah. Like, look, test marker I get. I get why you keep her around. But, yeah. Well, Otis, you know. Come on. You know. She's good looking. <laughs> uh, unless Otis just gives phenomenal anal, then there is absolutely no fucking reason to keep that that dude around. Yeah. No, no. I, yeah. There, there's a lot about that sort of shit that I thought yeah. this time around too. See how you and I have talked a lot about it. Michael, what did you think about him? <laughs> what did you think about 
Well, you said one one was probably the best comic book film made. One of the best. One of the best. Like, there, there were a lot of times I had to stop myself and remember, like, these movies were made in, like, the 70s slash 80s. Yeah. Um, hey, sorry. Because, like, one thing that always... They, started, like, it just, it was frustrating to watch. Hmm? They started thinking about this movie in 74. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, it was just... Because like, I, I, I know Superman from the comics, and I know his ability and what he's capable of. Watching Reeve fly was so frustrating. Yeah. I'm like, you fly at the same speed old people fuck, mate. Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And any time there's like, they had to show, they had to show him like moving fast. That was just like, they just moved the camera a little. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I like, and, but like, I stopped myself and like, look, this is what they had back then. Yeah. Let's just fucking deal with it. And yeah. I pretty much forgave it and rolled with it. I'm like, okay, cool. And like the, the fight scenes, especially like with the the Kryptonians, were like awkward as fuck and whatever. But once again, it was easily forgivable. Yeah. Um, well, they only had wires and stuff. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. One of the bloopers I was reading is that the missiles uh, were crews. They were they were talking about um, crews and ballistic missiles. I think crews don't don't travel past the speed of sound. Hmm. And cruise missiles, I think ballistic go up into the atmosphere and yeah. then come back down to their target. And cruise actually travel along the terrain. And they're like, yeah, if they were cruise missiles, he would have catched, he would have caught both of them. <laughs> so they're like, yeah. Yeah. At, at his speed, he would have caught both of them. Yeah, that's. I, I did. I did love the fact that the missile that he actually pushed into space is what freed. Yeah, the crypto. He's like, you can. Watching them back to back, you can tell they were filmed back to back. Yeah. Like Donna had this plan yeah. the whole time and it just worked. Yeah. I was like, especially I hated the fact that they need to explain that though. Like he's in the fortress of solitude and they're like, Oh, uh, by the way, they weren't trapped, but the only thing that can set them free is a nuclear explosion in space. It's just like, no, no, don't say that. Yeah. Well, lot, they, they, they never they never mentioned that in the Donica. No, they yeah. They, they just did. showed the explosion and them getting out. Yeah, they showed it. It was, yeah, pretty, it was yeah. like a recap at the he's, beginning. He's yeah. talking. He's talking to his, I think his mum in in the Fortress of Solitude. And he's talking drag. to Ma. His mum, like Mark Kent, or no, no, his his real his real mum, biological mum. Fuck, you never see her in the Donica. Yeah, only at the start. Which is like just a recap of right the first one. I think, I think, yeah, I think it's her, or I'm pretty sure it's her. Uh. Talking to someone in the Fortress of Solitude, I'm pretty sure it's her. And then they address that, and I'm just like, why the fuck would you need to say that? We've already seen it. Hmm. There's yeah, there's a oh. lot of lot of coincidences that I was just kind of like, yeah, this is the only this is the only time you could do these leaps. In, in these sort of these sorts of films like just knowing how big space is and it's just kind of like Zod, Ursa and Non end up in our fucking solar system yeah. right at the time he fucking launches a goddamn yeah. missile out right. into space like yeah and then it was, then they go to Earth they just happen to land on America like yeah it's just it's so many coincidences so many and there was oh, one thing that I was like, yeah, they fucked up there. 
Um, I don't know if it's in the other cut, Dave, but Michael, do you remember when they first get to Earth and they're walking, they're walking on the land and Ursa gets bit by a snake? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, she, like, she reacts to it. Yeah, she's like, I'm like oh. Yeah. And yeah. then I was just kind of like, no, nah, that snake would have just fucking shattered its teeth. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was just yeah, like, no, no, oh. you're right. Yeah, I've I've actually thought that before. Yeah, there's the small things like that that I'm like, yeah, you even up. okay, okay, sorry. So when they're fighting, right, and uh, non grabs Superman, and she grabs a fucking flagpole, and I'm thinking that flagpole is gonna be fucking nothing compared to your fist. Yeah, yeah. Why even grab it? Why even grab it? Yeah. Because it's not going to affect him whatsoever. Yeah. The The only thing that I did like is when she picked up the manhole and she fucking tossed it at him. I was like, yeah, because I think yeah. that, that would probably do something. Like, Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I kind of solid that, fucking it, steel. Even then. Even then. Yeah. But you you know what? Be, I fucking, I got teary in the first one. When it was when Pa died, I got really fucking teary, and I I don't know, I don't know if that's just because it's like now I'm I'm throwing in all these other comic books that I've read where you know Pa dies and stuff mm. like you know think of All Star Superman and and uh, Superman for all seasons as well. Like I, I actually had a moment in the movie when that happened. Yeah, Could, because I've read so many Superman stories and. Park Kent dying in yeah. different sort of periods in Superman's life. I was like, I, I think I prefer Park Kent to die once Clark has been Superman for a while. Just because it, mm. the fact that he can't save everyone hits home a bit harder in that case. Yeah. Because he spent years, years saving people, yeah. saving millions of people constantly. And the one person he can't save is his father. Yeah. Like, I feel like that gets home a lot more. I, I guess why it makes sense in the movie. Yeah. And like for pacing and I think that's why I have yeah. problems with the, the, and there's a lot of I love about what Snyder did with it, but that's one of the problems. And I guess it's one of the problems a lot of people have with it is the way Pa died in Man of Steel. In that. Yeah. It's just like he still had control over that. Yeah. See, it's like you you want a situation where he do, like natural causes. You, yeah, it doesn't matter what what powers you have, you can't control. Yeah, it. it's not to it's when Clark says like Tamar in the first one. He's like all these powers. Like what what use are they? Yeah, and it's I was like, just kind of like, yeah. That's when it really like that's why it's like look, I I love, I I st- I still like what Snyder did with Pa in in Man of Steel, like, I, I think the problem is, is that it's not on par with this Superman. You know what I mean? Like, I get, I get Man of Steel's one, and it's like, well, it I, still I gets me a little bit emotional, but not... I think, I think it's two different messages being sent. Yes. Yeah. The, the yeah. Man of Steel one is essentially par going, you know, I, we have to keep your secret, essentially. Like, yeah. you're, you're not, yeah. you're not ready to be revealed to the world, while the first one is, yeah, you can't save everyone. Yeah. Well, like, gets, I feel like Snyder's one is kind of like, this This is the cost. You know what I mean? Like, sorry, Dave. Like, I heard nothing of that. <laughs> you like, both feel, just... I feel like Snyder's one is sort of the... 
like the message when I when I say it, you know, this is just how I interpret it, is just kind of like pa, pa saying to to Clark like this, this is the cost, like that, the world isn't ready, and it this is the price that you and I are gonna have to fucking pay, you know, for, for you to keep this secret because the world is not ready, and it's like yeah, that's a heavy fucking, that's a heavy price to pay you know what i mean and i'm like i'm like that's why it's like i it's got it's got it's got weight to it but nowhere near like this the donna one where it's just like the age old yeah. thing with super yeah yeah exactly sorry dave i cut you off man no nah, i just wanted to good. get that thought out before it's, I... it's got weight to it but i i just think yeah like like you say i think and uh like relative to what what's sort of important it's it's not yeah it's not as potent mm. i think i think that's why it's like and just to divert a little bit from the movie in all-star superman like i know michael's read it dave you you hadn't so basically what happens is is that superman has to travel back in time and help his younger self with a threat to Smallville. Like this is pre him oh, being right, Superman. Yeah. And yeah. there's there's these four Supermen from different futures um, that go back in time to help a younger Clark Kent save Smallville. And one of the one of the one of the Supermen is all bandaged up, and it's like never explained. Like, they never say, it's like, oh, yeah, that was a fucking kryptonite accident and his face is fucked up. Like, they don't mention it at all. And then, when they're fighting the big bad in Smallville, the the other three Supermen keep the younger Superman there fighting the big bad in Smallville from stopping, from destroying the town. But the bandaged one is with Pa Kent. And then, and then the younger Superman hears Pa Kent's heart stop. And then he wants to go help Pa and leave the monster to fucking basically destroy Smallville. But then the other three stop him. And then it's revealed at the end of the issue that the bandaged up Superman is the Superman from the present. And then he's gone back in time to make save sure the that the younger Superman, his younger self, doesn't save Pa. Because Pa's... Pa dying is the basically the fork in the road where he becomes the Superman that every that saves the world. So yeah. he needs to let Pa Kent die, and he goes back in time to say goodbye as well. And it's just and it's like that even adds more weight to it because it's like he dies in in Pa Kent dies in his arms. He can't yeah. save him, and it's just like yeah. That's fucking... Like, I understand why you wouldn't be able to do that in a movie, but... Oh, I'd love to see that fucking drawn out. Even in animation. Just done, really. Yeah. So it wasn't in the movie, was it? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I was I was kind of... I was a bit upset about that, because I'm like, I would yeah, love well, to see that. Yeah, yeah. But, um... Yeah, like... Parkant Park dying has always been such a pivotal thing. In, in the Superman mythos, and it's just, I'd really like to know if they got, like, you know, because it's, it's always been that, yeah, like, all these powers, and he can't save Pa, like, I wonder if they got that from this, from the Donner cut, I wonder if that, 
I wonder if it predates it in the comic books. You know what I mean? Like if Donna got it from the comic books. I have a feeling the comics would have done it first. Yeah. But fuck, man. It's it's something to look into. But, you know, that was something else I wanted to ask is, so, they, just these two specifically, now that we've all, all watched them, what... How do you feel about Man of Steel compared to these ones? It's different. Mm. It's definitely different. I actually think Man of Steel is probably my favorite Superman movie. Mm. Still. Um, mainly because of its... And I know I'm in the minority here. As I think we all are. It's, it, mm. it's tone. It's story. It's, it's messages. It's just done in a more it's taken more seriously and more i don't know it's more profound in a way i guess it's yeah. it's just done in a way that not many mm. it, it shows you superman in a way that no one really bothered to look at him mm. i guess yeah like that's, it, that's a really it, good it, way it, of summing it up I, I like that like one of the best things about that movie one of the best scenes in that movie is when he's a kid and he's locked himself in the closet at school and his mum comes to calm him down and, you know... The world's you too mum. Yeah, yeah, then make it small. Like, that scene I absolutely love because you never really know what it's like to be a kid like that mm. and that gives you a good perspective on it. Yeah. Dave? But yeah. What do you think? But, you know, it's funny because I've actually thought about this in the sense that um, and, and it got me thinking when I was watching the sort of documentaries and stuff and they were saying at the time that like the superheroes were, were really camp. So you have Batman and all that and they, yeah. they were really camp. Adam West were, Batman. Well, see, were, I think that's the thing. Like the, the Donna Superman movies and Man of Steel are both products of their time. Like Superman as a movie, it was like the first big, superhero movie so you just give them the flash sort of yeah. colors the, and the bang pow yeah um with with man of steel at this point in time we've seen so many superman stories and so many comic book stories in general that people can kind of feel fatigued so doing something that different really felt refreshing well that's what i was going to say like that's that's pretty much how i feel about these ones compared to Man of Steel is that look I love them now after watching them again and really analysing them I, I'd say they're on par with me with Man of Steel and I fucking Man of Steel was the reason I decided I wanted to do something in movies so that's that's a fucking big that's a big call but the, I think the yeah main, just different reasons why. yeah yeah but like the the thing that really stuck out for me and I think I've finally got, and now I understand why people don't like Man of Steel, like I feel like I really do, is because they are products of their time. Like, you think about, think about Superman 1 and 2, it's like, this is pre-internet, this is a different world, people are less informed. Man of Steel, it's like 9-11's happened, the world has changed. Everyone, everyone is a lot more cynical yeah jaded because it's like we're more informed we know what's going on we've got the fucking internet we've got social media there is there is no part of the like i could tell you what's happening in the united states right now with their government like and i don't fucking live there 
Like that, that's pretty, that, that's, and for somebody who's like, I don't follow politics. I don't like, you know, necessarily think I'm very a political person. It's like, that's pretty big. Now, I just think to myself, what would happen if I was living in 1978? Like, I know what's happening on, in going on in the world or like my immediate vicinity, like my world, the ones that I walk through, literally. So I am going to be less informed. I'm going to have this different outlook to life. People, I would honestly feel like maybe people would be a little bit more wholesome. Like, and that's what I see when I watch Superman 1 and 2. And it's just, I see the wholesomeness. And I see the the world before it gets, you know, heavy yeah well well like i was saying they 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 were they were trying to do something different from the campness so they were Mm -hmm. trying to take it somewhat seriously and i feel like that that's what they had done in that era and we we've mentioned i i don't know if we've mentioned on podcasts or or what but the fact that snyder on some level was a little bit ahead of his time it's mm. it's it's almost like oh, yeah. not what people were ready for and i think that's that's what he did with man of steel it was like he took it to that next level like superman was taken out of that campness by by donna or whoever the producers were or the writers or whatever and they did that with with that in 78 and then i feel like snyder took it to the next level like what should have been done with with the superman story and it it was somewhat ill-received because I just think that people weren't weren't ready for it. It, Yeah, look, I think I've said it before on this podcast too. It's that I think in 20 years' time, people will look back at Man of Steel the way people look back at, like, yeah, the Dick Donner cut. Like, be like, Jesus Christ. Like, they'll look back on it and be like, that was a fucking movie. This, This motherfucker got it right. Like, yeah, but but it's unfortunate because that that was such a success straight yeah, away. Yeah, I and know. and it's just like why aren't why aren't people embracing this now? Yeah, I I don't know. I, 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 I don't I, get it because I I love I love um, Superman the movie for what it is. I really do. Like I I can watch it today, and and have my little problems with it, the same as I have my little problems with Men of Steel because. I don't know. Ultimately, I think with movies like this, they're they're such a um, you, you're gonna like they're so subjective. Like people have their opinions and yeah. whatever. Yeah, please everyone. Yeah. You, you can't not not with movies like this. It's it's not a ri- an original idea. So you're not going to get people, um, you know, saying, "Oh, this is something new. This is the way it is, and that's what I like about it." You're gonna have it, it's an idea that's been around for a while and people are going to be like ah well i would have preferred to see it this way but i liked what they did with this and whatever and ultimately i think that's that's the way it's going to be but having said that you know it just it disappoints me when you have something like men of steel and it's like why can't people see it for the progression that it is it's i don't get it it's it's, yeah and i think it's it's like what you say it's the age of social media and the ability to just shit on everything that comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, look, this is... I remember George reading something 
an interview or watching something from George Lucas and like he like this is back in like I think the early 2000s or maybe even late 90s when he was just kind of like you know when he got all that backlash from Jar Jar and stuff and someone was like yeah like do you read the internet and he's just like he doesn't get it like and it did feel like a little bit of an old man like <laughs> you know like, I don't fucking understand the youth but it was just kind of like yeah he goes yeah, you shit on a movie before it's out, and then you shit on a movie when it's out, and then you shit on a movie when it's after it. Like, what's the point? Like, <laughs> and I was just like, yeah. yeah, dude. Like, that's why. Like, I I love watching trailers for upcoming movies as much as the next guy, but I hate this. Let's fucking analyze every minute detail and to shit on it. Like, yeah. I like analysing things when I'm like, oh, fuck, maybe they're going to do this story. Or like, oh, fuck, do you think this is a call, call back to here? That's like, the best thing about trailers. It's the speculation. Yeah. yeah. But it's at a point now where it's just kind of like, oh, I can't believe they're, you know, putting the fucking bowl on Mysterio's <laughs> head. And it's like, it's a part of your suit, motherfucker. Enjoy it. <laughs> like, yeah. Or the fact where people are, like, so judgmental on a movie. It might, might really actually move a little bit. I saw the fucking ball on his head. Oh, it's dude, I, yeah, I got a little... There was there was a bit of movement yeah. in the pants because I was like, yeah, I can't believe they're doing it. Like, Because yeah. I think they showed the footage of him and I'm like, he, they just showed his face and I'm like, oh, they're not going to do it. And I was like, okay, yeah. I get why. And yeah. then they showed the fucking ball on his head. I was like, oh, fuck, all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's why they, they, they purposely did it like that because it's just Wait, kind of like is it? Mysterio, Mysterio in the Super, uh, Spider-Man 2 movie. Uh, yeah, but... um. Yeah, like, I, th- I also think, too, the reason why... I think a lot of the reason why Man of Steel didn't go too well down with the general audience as well is because I feel like around that time is when the nostalgia kind of train was really pulling out of the station. Like, just taken off. Where people were kind of looking back to things that maybe they they were like, you know oh, this is campy. Like, they weren't shitting on it, but they'll just be like, yeah, it's a product of its era, and it was turning into, like, do you remember this? Oh, I fucking love this. You know what I mean? Like, dude, I remember in high school, yeah, just going out of primary school, going into high school, so, like, around 98, 99 to, like, 2002, they used to have the reruns of the Batman 66, the Adam West Batman. They, They had the reruns on, and it was, like, before WB Cartoons in the afternoon so I'm like I would sit there and watch them and I remember like I didn't love them but I was like nah it's Batman and I'm like yeah whatever like I was a kid so I'm like it's I'm gonna watch it it's a superhero thing and then get to high school and everyone's shitting on it like oh it's so campy like and it's stupid and it's like almost like you're a baby if you watched them and liked them and then now all, all I hear is people praising it and it's like, yeah. I, I've got to feel like that's the nostalgia thing flipping, like flipping on itself, where it's just kind of like people just following what's hot at the moment. And right now, like I think for probably, mate, yeah, the, what were we, 2019, so probably about 2011, I felt like it was starting to take off, where it's people looking back on things that they were once shitting on, that now that like, oh no, this is the best thing, and you're a fucking idiot if you don't like it. So it was like, and then Superman fell into that. And it's like, everyone remember Chris Reeves' Superman. So it's like, you know, smile and wink at the camera. Well, I mean, with it was all the, the same thing. 
Batman. Like, Christian Bale. Like, everyone, you know, ride Michael Keaton's dick for so long. Mm. Despite the fact that, like, when he was originally cast, people were up in arms over that. Yeah. Yeah, fucking Beetlejuice. Mm. Mm. Hey, but, but to be fair, like, hang on. Uh, Superman the movie, did he... I'm just trying to think, did he... Did he throw a punch in that? Superman, the first one? Yeah, Christopher Reeves. No, and there's a point to this. I'm just... No, I don't... no, no, I don't know where you're headed with this, though. But I think you're right. I don't think he did. Right, I think, so... But I think I think he had a little bit of destruction. Like, because he had to go through the fucking... Earth's crust, the mantle, to yeah. pull back. Yeah, the... yeah, all right. Yeah, he, he, he never threw a punch at someone. Yeah, and he was like, but yeah. Superman Returns copped uh, a lot of criticism because he didn't throw a punch. Mm. Like, I remember so many comments or like clips and stuff in YouTube. Yeah, dude, and that's whatnot. yeah, that's one of and the problems just I like... have with it. it just, I think I think it's just because it's not not so much that he doesn't throw a punch at anyone. It's just that there's not much action. Yeah, but but then you—that's where you go with the nostalgia side of it. And granted, I, I hated Kate Bosworth as Lois Lane. I'm sorry, I she's I I think she's a, a fine actress. I've seen her in other stuff. She's fine. She wasn't suited to the role. She was terribly cast. The interactions between her and and Brandon Routh, I felt a lot of them were really terrible. Um, I didn't mind. I didn't mind uh, Spacey. Like I know we're not talking about this movie, yeah. but, I, but, thought but was, the, I thought it was good. Wrong! I thought it was good. But, I love like yeah. the ship. <laughs> yeah, but the problem was is like people were like it, there wasn't enough action in it, and I'm just like, but on some level, they 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 were trying to bring it back, yeah. and I I, I will... think I think they were trying to address the nostalgia of it. Yeah. And I enjoyed watching Ralph do a take on Chris Reeves. Yeah. I, I really I will, did. I will say this, though. Look, I I didn't... I didn't... When I say I didn't like Superman Returns, it's not like I fucking hated it. It's just like, well, there's like... Even 3 and 4, it's just kind of like, yeah, you've just carried on the fucking shit-kicking well, tradition. It's, a, it's but, not something that you can watch over and over again. No. But it, there are bits it, in it, that are it really has good. given me one of the best um, Superman scenes I think we've ever had in live action. And and Dave, I know I know which one. I think you know which one it I is. Think, I think I know where you're going it's, with this. Yeah, it's when when um, just after fucking Luther she takes makes the kryptonite, kryptonite out of him and he yeah, flies up and into he the flies sun. up through the fucking storm yeah, clouds yeah. and he just hits the sun. But then it's just this look on Ralph's face that I'm like, oh man, because I think they punch in and he's just got this look of just pure, I don't even have words for it. It's like, joy. Know, it's like, like you can see, you can, you, you don't need to explain anything. It's just like, yeah, the dude's fucking recharging right now yeah. and he's, he's ready to go. And it was just, it was really well done. The music, mm. the score that accompanied that scene was brilliant yeah the the i think the expressions on his face and it yeah but uh, yeah sorry so yeah. i know exactly where you're going yeah with it. but that's, that's i think that's that was one, one of the, of the best... one of the best moments of that movie yeah oh dude i think that's one of the best moments of any superman movie like yeah it's just i think it, it captures really it captures the the beauty of that 
of that character specifically. Mm. But um, yeah, like we're gone, we're gone way off track. Um, way off track. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but so, so Superman one and two, the and the Dick Donner. How do we, how'd we get that? Films. Oh yeah, sorry. We were talking about the nostalgia of of the yeah. movies. Yeah. And why why they possibly didn't do so good at yeah. what times or whatever. I I have to say I loved Brando as Jor-El. Like, I, I don't. I he just brings this essence. To him, where it's just like nah, he was good. Yeah, to to yeah, yeah. The Brando gives you this air of dignity, yeah, and respect. Yeah, I think it's because he, you know, like to us, he is he's already Marlon Brando, like he is Hollywood royalty. Yeah, you know, so it's like, and then to see him as like, yeah, well, you're the first so superhero's father. All right, like having said that, I I when I'd seen this movie, I knew nothing of Brando. I was I was only a kid, but he was always mm. Jarrell. And yeah. I think I think to 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 hone that home is the fact that I didn't know who he was and I didn't have to think about it. Yeah. I mean yeah. I mean I, I really forgot that it was Marlon Brando, but yeah, it's just his absolute ability as an actor. Mm. Just the fact that he commands such a presence yeah. no matter what what he's doing his, yeah. his deliveries were were really were just fucking great and i think they paid him like three million dollars to do to do two weeks of work yeah yeah and did he end up i think look once again don't quote me on this but i think in the second one the reason why you only see him through a hologram is because he he just wanted to fucking typical brando style just want to do minimal work like he mm. he, I think he refused to like, just make it easy on them. <laughs> like this is typically you know, towards the he, the later end of his acting career too. He refused to learn lines. So what they would do, they would put an earpiece into his ear, and somebody would read lines to him, and he'd just repeat it. Mm. And I'm like, that's fucking <laughs> like, imagine getting Lazy to that level. Fuck. Imagine getting to that level. Where you say that to somebody, it's like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do for my work. You're going to hire me. You're going to pay me millions of dollars to do this, but this is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it with minimal fucking effort, and you're still going to do it because I'm Marlon Brando. And then they do it. Like, that's, you know, fuck Superman. That's power. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> but, what I've heard about, like, some some of these, you know, high class, like, well-known voice actors. They go and do their yeah. shit in their pajamas. Oh, yeah, fuck It's man. just like, Wow. Go to work in your pajamas. Yeah, not a hard job. But yeah, um, job you can do in your pajamas is not a real job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look. Um, anyway, Michael, final verdict. Superman um, one and two. It's a good time. It's a real good time. Um, they hold up, I must say. If if you know what you're in for, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you you'll have a good time. Dave. Yeah, I, I think I think if you're not holding, ultimately it comes down to effects. Like if you're not holding it to today's standards, and you understand that what these guys were doing in 1978, mm. you'll believe was, can fly. Yeah, it was phenomenal shit. You know, like mm. so. Yeah, having said that, uh, watching them, the nostalgia of it all, I I thought they were fun. As much as I shit on two, I still think. It was good, but not as good as one. One, 
you really got to watch that. Dick yeah, Donna you got to watch the Donner Cut, dude. Yeah, no, I've got to watch yeah. the Donner Cut, and I'll I will get on that, and I might on, on our next podcast I'll comment on it because I'll try and get a hold of that before before uh, before the next pod. But yeah. yeah, so overall, I I still thoroughly enjoy them. Yeah. They're, they're fucking fantastic. My my thoughts. Oh, are sorry, just... sorry, sorry to to cut you off. Um, I, I one thing I haven't mentioned is the acting um reeves oh i know the scene you're talking about just i love it oh yeah. in general man the, that one scene where it's like i know i remember we sat at a computer once and, and we we're watching it over and over again it was the uh, scene where the lois yeah where he was going to tell lois that he's yeah. superman i think it's yeah. from the first one and he just he, he straightens just, up he his back yeah. yeah and even his voice when he does it in his voice and he's like yeah. lois yeah and i was just like something oh, i have to tell you fuck yeah. yeah and then he just she comes mm. out and he goes back to the bumbling but just just you know, knee, i don't know and i think clicking. I, if i was to compare with man of steel 2 i guess i know they're going for something different but the bumbling idiot aspect of clark kent is what christopher reeves brought to it yeah and i miss that i really do it was so good he he did it yeah he did it the best i, I do i do miss that aspect unparalleled. A, a little bit like even in the comic books when i read them i like it when <laughs> i see that he there's a change in him oh, man. Like, the, the clark in all-star superman yeah <laughs> fucking hell man <laughs> dude oh, there, was, there was a part like you know when they they come off the flight right and he drops her on the balcony and then he goes back around to the door and he's like, he walks in, he's like, close and whatever. He's like, uh, and she's all dazed. And he's yeah. like, you haven't, you haven't been, uh, and he does the tilt with the, with the, with the hand, like you haven't been boozing. And she's like, oh, oh no. And he's like, oh, well, I cer- certainly hope not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of things that he says that I'm like, wow, you're a, you're a fucking condescending <laughs> <laughs> it, was just, it was just beautifully done yeah and i yeah. just fucking you, you just really 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 appreciate it anyway uh yeah. but having said that there was a lot of acting yeah. Look, my, i like fairy and i like lois my, uh even jimmy you know they're all good can i can i get to my final thoughts dave you can go fuck go do Look, it yeah my, my final thoughts is just before you get to those couple now <laughs> it pretty before much what used, to, what used to said um just to reiterate those it is a product of its time but it's i feel really feel like even even so if you if you're able to watch older movies and just escape into stories Mm. these these yeah, movies are perfect for really it good, that's actually a good uh, really good I like that yeah like yeah. Well, I could actually wager that you could probably show young kids this movie today and they would still yeah they would sit down and watch it alright Def- definitely yeah definitely yeah. I think like a, yeah. a lot of old movies cannot do that now yeah like yeah have, you th- have, these, these movies are 40, 40 years old you know 41 having said that you know the Robin Hood cartoon I think that was a seventies cartoon. The one where he's a fox? Yes. Wow, was I, that a seventies cartoon? Fuck. Is that seventies? Hang on, let me let me let me just check I that think because it might be older, man. Yeah, I think it might be. Sixties? Yeah, Hold look, um, I, I feel 
final thoughts on 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 them are just that is that if you're able to make that leap um then do it because you will thoroughly enjoy this even if you don't like superman if you like it, it's a, it's a good story period yeah 73 days yeah 73. i feel yeah, 73 fuck there you go that's pretty good animation for 73 I have to my, say. my point with, with that was that i my um i've got friends with kids and like you know i'm, I'm a bachelor i live by myself so i don't have a lot for kids to do when they get here and i had that as a movie and they fucking sat through the lot yeah and and just watched it and i'm talking that's a 73 movie and then the next time they came around they asked to watch it again so nice. i'm just saying like like kids are really open-minded with with a lot of early stuff it, it's not all about the dazzle yeah it's about the story yeah and i think superman would be the perfect platform for, for sure any, i guarantee any, it any i guarantee parents, it any parents out there too that want to get their if they're going to be anything like me and they just want to yeah, baptize their children in superhero stuff um probably get them to watch these i'd say this would be a good launching launching pad like for for live action stuff you know there's plenty of cartoons out there and com- i mean start, start them off with watchmen then you know <laughs> <laughs> watchmen Just and then start. you work your way back then you lower the bar get yeah. ready to yeah. get ready to throw the the, the toilet paper yeah. on the schlong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The three hour cut too, not the fucking, yeah. <laughs> not the watered down version. Oh my yeah, God. That, that's... What's a dick, mom? What is that? <laughs> so yeah, Superman one and two, phenomenal movies. Go and watch them. Michael. Thumbs up. Dave. Thumbs up, of course. Thumbs up from me. All right, Michael, take us away. Where are we going next week? We are going to the year 1997. Holy fucking shit. I know what it is. What is it? Total Recall. Uh, I don't know. I'm just joking. Oh, fuck. I was, I was going to read out the... Um, the synopsis. Yeah, on IMDb, but it literally has the movie title in the name. Can uh, in, in the somehow? You can't huh? look it. I love it when they say the movie title uh, in the movie. Yeah... Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> Sorry, when you said yeah, I just I just keep thinking about this scene from the IT crowd. Victoria, I thought you were dead. Is it is it 1997's Godzilla? No, gosh, no. Gosh, that movie. Yeah. Oh wait, wait, hold up, hold Fuck up. That I spider, I gotta kill it. Be right back. The Big Lebowski. No. Good guess though. Very good yeah, guess. Was, it, was that even '97? No. I've got to check now. Oh, what the yeah, fuck? The big Lebowski oh, too. Have you got the '98? Ah! Fuck, I was close. Yeah, very close. Yeah. Uh, I do have the synopsis in front of me. I'm I want to Dave. I'm right. back. I'm back. It's dead. Okay. Killed that motherfucker. Right, I'll, I'll read it out. I'll skip the the movie title part. You probably won't even notice. So Martin Blank is a professional assassin. He's sent on a mission to a small Detroit suburb and by coincidence, his 10 year high school reunion party oh, is taking place there at the same time. Blank man. <laughs> no. Wait, what, what was the end part? I missed the Sorry. end part. You said Martin Blank. Martin blank. blank is a professional assassin. He's sent on a mission to a small Detroit suburb and by coincidence, his 10 year high school reunion party is taking place there at the same time. Is that that Sylvester Stallone movie? Yeah. Assassins? Yeah. Goodwill Hunting. Uh, I don't know. What is it? Have we seen it? 
Uh, Akal, I wouldn't be surprised if you have. I'm not too sure about Dave. Sounds vaguely familiar. It doesn't ring a bell for me. Gross point blank. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I have seen this, but not... I remember watching What's this... It, what was the on, first word? Um, Gross. Gross. G-R-O-S-S-E. Yeah. Point. Point, P-O-I-N-T-E. Oh, it's got one blank. of my favourite actresses as well. Mini Driver. Oh, yeah, I love Mini Driver. She's... Yeah. I think she's phenomenal. She's just adorable in everything she yeah. does. Yeah. Um, yeah. Adorable's probably the oh. best word for it. It is yeah. a fucking killer Dan cast Aykroyd. with like John Cusack, John Cusack, Mini Driver, Alan Arkin, Dan Aykroyd, Joan Cusack, Hank Azaria, Jeremy Piven. It's just fucking I, great movie. I remember watching this on like free-to-wear TV on the school holidays. Fuck knows why <laughs> it was <laughs> on, on the school holidays. But it was, remember like Friday nights on Channel 7 on Channel 10, like they were competing with the NRL, like in Sydney. They'll be like, you know, here's your primetime movie. I remember this. I remember this. This was on. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I haven't watched this yeah. in years. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while. I've actually forgotten a lot of it. Um, but I kept seeing it at work and I kept getting reminded of it. I think... And there's one thing I remember in it. And it's one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. Um, basically, because Dan Aykroyd's in it and he plays like another hitman. And he corners John Cusack in a, um, a diner yeah. and they're just having a conversation <laughs> but they're pointing guns to each other under the that's I remember this under yes. the table and they're like <laughs> something along the lines of like Dan Acker it's like I'll shoot you in the head and fuck the brain hole yeah <laughs> yeah I fucking love that line the delivery of it is fucking brilliant yeah, I remember this, this I remember is this. just a, a fun fucking movie man I think we um we need this. Yeah. Oh, I need it. <laughs> More than anything. Yeah, absolutely. Dave, have you seen it? Nah. Alright. No. Alright, well look, I might I might as well have not seen it as well. Um so I say let's just go and watch it. What? Um <laughs> <until> <laughs> were you about to say something, Dave? No. Alright, until <laughs> until next week. Put your finger out. Uh, uh. Alright. Dave, we're, this is like a week later and Dave's watched the Superman 2 Donner cut and he's got he's got many thoughts. Oh, yeah, I don't know if I'd say many, but... I've, oh, he's got a few. I've got a, I've Dave, got a few I, I gotta play it up. Just let me play it up. Shut Dave, up. Let him try Just shut up. up. Jesus Christ. Fucking amateurs. Can't so, take you motherfuckers anywhere, can I? No, but Dave Dave wanted to express his thoughts on the dog yeah, cut after I watching it. So, go, take it away, Dave. What, what, oh, yeah. what I, I'm here too, by the way. And Michael. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we can interact while Carl's clicking away I, in the background. No, that's Michael. Oh, Fuck yeah. you. Blame me. <laughs> I'll stop. I'll stop. Uh, gonna, of course I'm going to blame you. You're the one that was AFK. What? AFK. Oh, no, no. Don't Wait. worry about it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Donna cut, motherfucker. Go. All right. I, I feel like we should have uh, addressed which cut possibly we were going to watch before we actually watched it. Well, we, well um, yeah. Me and Michael did say the Donna cut. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Fuck. And that's recorded, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Damn it. I've got nothing then. Like, it was said multiple times. Well, I think that was the week Dave was pretty drunk, wasn't he? Yeah, no. it could have been too. No, I don't think he was. 
Oh, no, it was the week after. So, yeah, you got no excuse. Yeah, I got nothing then. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, we just said... We just said Superman 2, so I was just thinking, like... Dave, got... I think you should watch a movie called Still Alice. It's about a woman who suffers from early onset Alzheimer's. I think you might find that relatable. Anyway. anyway yeah. What did you just say, Marsh? Nothing. Go. <laughs> that was a joke. Anyway, um, the... Yeah, so um, yeah, I've only ever, I've only ever watched. Apparently, the Donner Cut's been out since like two thousand five or something. I think. Yeah, it's been out for a while. Yeah, so I've only I've only ever seen the original theatrical release, and man, this this just uh, it changed the dynamic of the whole film, and everything made so much more sense with with. Um, it's not only that it made sense, there were parts of it that that just um <clears throat> they were better, like just better. Like the the way um it was smarter, in my opinion. Like for example, I think I've I've talked in the in the last podcast about how um Lois jumps into the um I think it's the I don't know, I don't know how the Niagara Falls water system works but i think it's the river or the rapids flowing away from the falls do do you remember any of that from the from the original theatrical release the rapids well, for, flowing for clarity's away. sake i've never seen so what like they're going the in reverse is what i've never seen the theatrical release i'm just oh okay so i've got nothing to compare it to i've never seen the Donica. okay so so the, the the original theatrical release, and sorry to, to rehash for people who have seen it, but maybe people haven't, so they, they might want to hear this. The the way um, Lois basically pieces together that that Clark's Superman is the the scene where he saves the boy and goes back to the hot dog stand. There's a scene after that that's not in the Donner cut where she's like, um, Superman's around and and Clark's nowhere to be seen as usual, and then they um so you can see the wheels turning in her head but then they go to there's another scene where like they're sort of walking around the the rapids parts of the niagara falls and she states a case that he's superman and basically it's sort of it's sort of the same scene in the donica of the window scene where she jumps out but it's it's basically in front of rapids and it's not as jovial like it's more it's a it's a tad more serious like the tone of the scene um so then she just jumps into the river and then he like sort of runs down the pathway after her and then he beams a, a branch off a tree into the rapids and then he's like grab the branch and she grabs a branch and he basically just waits in a bay somewhere for her to wash into it and Comparatively, I just I liked the idea of Lois sort of with the newspaper, like drawing the glasses on Superman and the suit and piecing it all together that way, and then jumping out of a window. It it mm. it raises the stakes. Like you, you know, just like jumping of, into a river. Comparatively, it's yeah. it's just not it's fucked. Well, like thinking about those two those two scenarios, her drawing the suit on Superman in the paper seems very comic booky, like a very comic book esque thing to do. Whereas right. like the river thing seems like a, you know, nineteen thirties silent film. Like, you know. 
mm. almost like Charlie Chaplin sort of a film to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like <clears throat> just very old sensibility but it, of. But it was almost distress. like I felt like now knowing what I know about the how the direction went in the production company, it was almost like Lester was trying way too hard to just make it his own instead of it, like he essentially spoiled a movie. Really, like, and and I and I know it did well, but I think the Donner Cut would have possibly been something that could have been like if it was done properly. Like, obviously, they they didn't get to finish it, so I think if it was done properly and edited properly, I think it could have done better. I, I've got a question for you now, though. Do you like Superman 2 better than Superman 1? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, like, I know I know 1 holds so much nostalgia I, for you. So, like, yeah, I, 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 I could understand kinda, if you were like, yeah, number 1 is still better. Nah, because because at, at the time I saw them, I, I, I can't remember what order I saw them in honestly, but I just remember loving the Superman movies. And I think originally the, they sort of melded into one for me in my memory as a kid. Like I didn't, I don't think I specifically depicted Superman, the movie and Superman two. I, I don't remember the, the, the line between um, sort of the natural disaster, like the look Lex, <clears throat> that natural, natural disaster. Sorry. <laughs> it's not a natural disaster when he's, Blowing holes in the earth, but um, the fuck was that? I don't know. Was on my end, but uh, yeah, yeah. So I guess his battle with Lex and the rockets and trying to save people, and then the battle with the three villains, it, it was always blurred um, as to which movie was which. I guess because I was really young when I watched it. You know yeah. that was. That was, you know, sub 10 years old when I was watching those things. And possibly my parents knew, knew how much I loved Superman. So they're probably just like, do you want to watch Superman? And just threw whichever movie on. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I didn't, I didn't always know it as one or two. So honestly, uh, long, long answer. But <laughs> um, I think they're probably very much equal. Yeah, on par. But, but I think the Donner Cut, I think if the Donner Cut, like I said, if the Donner Cut was done properly, I... I very well may have enjoyed that more than the original. Yeah, because I was, I was thinking about it the other day and I was like, you know what, this this could have been one of those times where like, I'm sure now, now it is, but like upon its release, it could have been one of those, you know, all the sequels better than the first one. Like, like there's so very few movies that are like that now mm. and there's even less back then like in the 70s like you know quote-unquote franchising films were still a relatively new concept um back then so like you know star wars came out in 74 and then i think did empire come out in 80 i don't know i think it came out in 80 but anyway yeah but um yeah like yeah, like the, I think it would have, I think it would have, would have went into that category of the sequels better than the first, the first film. It's just unfortunate. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. 
And, and I think, I think to it having a life, like I, I mentioned earlier, um, it kind of had a life unto its own, like a cult kind of a following before the Donner Cut actually officially got released. Like people would hear about it in circles. Like I've heard, like obviously I wasn't a part of it. I was, you know, I'm going back to the nineties and I've heard stories of, you know, from like Kevin Smith and Jack Johns, um, talking about it. Cause like Jack Johns worked for, um, I think at Bob Zemeckis in his archiving before he went to DC comics, like when he was a young kid and he, and he said that he got his hands on the Donner cut. Like this is back in like 94 or something like 95 so yeah like they really build it up as like yeah it's this whispered in hushed tones amongst geeks the donner cut like have you seen it like and i heard they do this in it like it would have been yeah and it's nice to see that it's officially released and yeah, how yeah. and how yeah. <clears throat> much better it is of a film like even the, even the beginning I, I like the fact that they they rolled it straight it was almost essentially um, you know, you had the scenes where he pushes the rocket into space and the rocket knocks the villains out of the phantom zone. Yeah. Whereas I don't know what you've heard about the, the theatrical marsh, but there's a whole new scene at the beginning where Lois is, um, in Paris because there's a terrorist threat and they're threatening to blow up the Eiffel tower. So they, they've got a bomb on one of the lifts and then Superman takes the lift into space and blows up and that blows up. And it's sort of like essentially this scene that they did that now that, now that I look at it, like I said, it's, it's, it's irrelevant. It didn't need to, it didn't need to be there. Um, and then also there was the, the moment where, where Clark reveal actually, sort of gives in and reveals who he is to Lois in the theatrical. He trips over a fucking rug and falls into a, a I remember, I remember falls, that. Yeah. Over the top of a fireplace, drops his glasses, grabs his glasses out of the fire pit and puts them on. And Lois is like, show me your hand. And then she's, and it, he's, she's looking at it and it's not burnt. And he's like, and then she's like, you are Superman. He's like, uh, Lois, don't be silly. And he stops mid-sentence and then he stands up and takes off his glasses. And, she, you know, there's this scene between them there. And it was just like, now that I look at that, that's Superman tripping over a rug when he didn't intend to. Like, Yeah, that's, he, would that, just, he would tear the rug. Yeah, or, <laughs> or, he, or he can't really trip kenny if you can defy gravity you can't fall <laughs> you know mm. like well i suppose i suppose uh, yeah i don't know i think yeah i think it goes i think it goes into i just think it, it worked it worked better in the in the donna because yeah and people like i know because I, I, I watched that scene on youtube as well and I know people had a problem like Superman would have known it was a blank and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you, you can argue that. that. That's probably a valid point. But I think um, as far as storytelling goes, it, just, it worked better because it made Lois a lot smarter. And it, it gave, it sort of ultimately gave Superman no choice but to reveal himself. Whereas in the, 
in the um, theatrical, he just sort of gave up. Thought, oh, fuck it, I'll just tell you who I am. Yeah. Um, so the, there was that. And then, and then there's the whole taking Marlon Brando out of it. Marlon Brando wasn't in the theatrical at all. He, he spoke any scene where he needed to speak to someone at the fortress, he was talking to his mother. So seeing Marlon Brando all through this as his father, like was for me as someone who's watched these movies since I was a kid in the eighties to having seen this right, like right now, that, that was so refreshing and exciting. Like, I felt like I was watching. I felt like I was watching a new movie almost. Every time I saw these scenes, it was really, really exciting for me. And that sounds so nerdy, but it it really was. Like I got really, really excited to see all this new content and to watch it in context with what was going on in the story. Which in the theatrical, they they cut just entire scenes out and it was dumb because you had the bit where he, he goes back to the fortress to to turn back into Superman in the theatrical and he's basically standing there calling out for his father and then he sees the crystal and he grabs the crystal and that's it and it cuts to the office scene where they're waiting for Superman Lois is like he'll be here you know and then he turns up you miss the whole Marlon Brando interaction that, and that that was just so vital i just thought it was just so vital there was so much in the in the dialogue and in the um you know the fact that um well, as far as of, like you know I, I anticipated this as well and it kind of adds it adds more weight to the the film because then it's like well it's also what what clark has given up or what cal has given has given up is talking to his father Mm, like yeah. well it's like you know his consciousness is got like that was the last scrap of Jorel. yeah that crystal yeah. so it's like yeah if you it's once again like another you know power comes at a price and and this is it so to write this wrong that you've done this is the price you have to pay and it's good and it goes it goes back to like what um i think he said it in the first one marlon brando and he's like the the father becomes the son, uh, and the son becomes the father. Like, I just like that. I like it's 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 a nice line, and he mm. says that again as he's giving him his yeah. power back. Like, it's really nice. And see, and see, Brandon Routh says it. Um, there's a line he delivers in in Superman Returns, and I know, I know that you know we're not really going there, but. Um, it doesn't it has more meaning now that and, and see the writers i think the, i think whoever did superman returns would have would have known about you know the whole son becomes the father father becomes the son sort of thing so there's a, a well, scene where super, where he's delivering it to his kid you know yeah. while he's sleeping well superman returns is supposed to be a carry-on from the donna cut like right. it's supposed to be a, a, a sort of you know a, a carry on, it's it's like I I akin it to a a Hollywood fan film to Dick Donner, like yeah right. that that's essentially what it is because it takes that storyline doesn't even fucking 
But is it is it supposed to be from the Donner cut or is it just yeah um, from that from uh, the from from the Donner cut? Yeah. So that, like I said, so that 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 scene has so much more weight, mm. knowing knowing what I know about the Donner cut. It's yeah. Um, I guess another question I was I know that I read somewhere that the so the, there was the ending where he he rewinds time in this one. Now, does he do it in both? Because apparently the original was not supposed to... I think Donna wanted to leave the whole rewind thing only in the second one, not in the first one. I'd, I'd say that would have been Donna's... Yeah. So what? how would how would the first... What would have happened in the first one then? Does anyone know? Like, if that was the case? Fuck, if I know, man. I haven't, I haven't looked that deep into it. Yeah, but it's it's a good it's a good question because it just it just feels like um, when they do do that like it's it's just more the same. It's just kind of like yeah, I I know like it's it's almost like a um, it's just an easy way out, you know. Mm. It's just like oh fucking if he's gonna do this all the time, like if it's that easy, it's like yeah, just do it for everything. Like yeah, you know oh fuck, I'm late for work. Like, <laughs> yeah. When's it? When's when? Do, where do you draw the? Where does yeah, the bar fall? It's got to. It's got to come at a cost. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah. Well, so just wrap wrap it up. What, well, look. Just yeah. To sum what up, did? Yeah. Can I go? Yeah. No, no, I was just gonna say, like, sum it up. What? Like, how do you feel about the Donner cut compared uh, to the Lester cut? I think waiting all this time to see it gave me such an air of excitement, like. Like I said, to, to watch this and see like Chris Reeves in a familiar setting and all that, but feel like I'm watching it. It felt like I was watching a new movie with Chris Reeves in it um, for, you know, for a third of it. And it was just really exciting. It was it, it was awesome to watch. Uh, Donna, I, I was very, very disappointed. It just made me so much more disappointed in what they did in Lester's cut. And I honestly think that... It's, and I, I said this in a message to you guys. I was like, it should be literally criminal what they did. They, <laughs> yeah. Like, and yeah, like someone should go Agreed. to jail for that. Like we're, we're jailing, you know, when <laughs> we, we should be like, we talk about crimes, about jailing bankers and shit. We'll jail whoever fucking let that thing out of the bag because t- that's just wrong. Well, apparently they're fucking throwing people, throwing people in jail in like, somewhere in the uk for offensive tweets so you know <laughs> yeah if the bars fall on that low like how about that's... how about offensive movie butchery? yeah yeah oh, yeah right. so yeah that's that's basically it i just i wanted to follow up because I, I was like um yeah just um just felt like yeah i wanted to address the that you have watched get, the Donner Cut now, and I have you watched love the it. Donner Cut. Yeah, I love it, and I'm just—it just makes me so so much more. Uh, well, not more. It just makes because I was never really disappointed in the Lester Cut. Now I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when when you have something to compare it to, you're like, oh, like oh, holy fuck! Yeah. Like, like I can't believe yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fucking, I, I like that too. That was very beautifully put, Dave. The it's always like watching a new Christopher Reeve film yeah mm. good stuff all right well that's the wrap up yeah <laughs> thanks dave <laughs> welcome welcome <laughs> all right till next week guys pull your finger out